Welcome to Batyard's Finest, bringing you the finest Batman and Superman pop culture. From Metropolis, I am Josh from Batyard Productions. And I'm Superman's friend, Matt. How can I help you? Hi, Matt. What's up? That's good to, good to see you, man. Sorry for the late delay. I feel like every time we do a live show, it's most likely going to be 30 minutes after the fact. So just everyone be prepared for that. <laughs> Actually, yeah, it's true. It's fine, we're working on it though. Yeah, one of these days, I was just telling Matt, one of these days we're just going to do it right on time and it's going to be spectacular. We're going to be right on the dot, right on the money. That day isn't today. So Matt, do you have any uh, any like BS, BS or DC news? Like any little tidbits you want to uh, go into before we get to the main event? Actually, it's, it's, it's just like I really don't have any news because like everything like we're discussing beforehand. Actually, before we started doing the live, that all the BS BS has been like put out earlier, and we kind of like touch upon all of it. So it's kind of like new but stagnant news that everyone knows already. It's kind of weird. That's how I feel about it. But what are you do you got anything BS BS? Yeah, I mean, uh, with the news, yeah, like DC just had that fandom event where they kind of shot their all ho- their whole load at once with news. So like, I feel like if we go backwards and talk about. Anything else that we missed on the previous podcast, Swamp Thing with Connor, I think it's just going to yeah. be, you know, kind of out of date. You know, the only thing I want to say is I've been, I have been reading the Superman, like, first comics ever, okay. and it's all in chron- chronological order. I've been reading this while I, while I go camping. It's pretty, it's pretty fun. It's a fun time. <laughs> so, wait. Like, there's... So, like, which, like, how, like, where are you at now? In it. I'm on issue, like, six or something. Issue number seven. That's where I am. I just finished six. Okay. So, there's this one thing I wanted to show where it's, like, basically at every end issue, it just kind of, like, gives you, like, how to acquire super strength like Superman. And they're like, oh, yeah, start <laughs> lifting small objects. What is the object you... right there? The green box. Uh, I think it's Ottoman? just a box. I don't know what that is. But there was one... <laughs> It's like, oh yeah, now you could achieve super strength just like Superman, you know, if you do all these daily exercises, which I thought it was a nice, like, little tidbit for kids, okay. you know, like, actually kind of, you know, like Popeye with spinach, it's actually kind of motivating kids to stay healthy and stay fit, True. so I thought that was kind of nice. And there's this one where it basically, it's like a diagram of your forearm, and it's, and they're like, all right, yeah, flex as hard as you possibly can, like clenching your fist okay. with all your energy and all your might, and like do this, basically, like bring your fist forward and backward for like a forearm okay. exercise. I can't find that right now. <laughs> but you just read it like you I just did. I just did a live demonstration, so you know. I, I just, I just like those little tidbits that they have in it, and I, I think at one point. We'll have to go through the first issue of Superman, like, ever. Okay. And I would like to do Batman as well. That means I, I need to, like, cool. obtain, like, these comics. Or those well, you could, collections. You could, you could borrow this. You don't you trust want. me with your damn books. Well, this one, <laughs> I know. Ever, ever since you throw them across the floor, yeah, I don't. I have a little, <laughs> that was, little that trust was just for the issue scene. there. That was it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> But this one, this one's kind of been through hell, you know. I what I, have you done with like, that? Have you dropped it in a bathtub? Yeah. You know what it was last year. I went to Florida for Christmas, like Christmas time, and I had it as a travel item, like the read on the plane. Okay. 
reading Superman on the plane, that's kind of cool. It's like as authentic <laughs> as you possibly can get, right? Yeah. So I brought it on the beach, and I had it in my backpack, and I had some liquids that were in my backpack. May or might not have been alcoholic beverages, and they leaked on my book, so that's why it has that kind of wavy okay. texture on the bottom. The paper's like brown, you know, so you can't even... So like it, it's kind of like old-fashioned style, so yeah, you're giving it, it more... Like that quality, that, that taste of the old way. Yeah, like he's been be around town a few times <laughs> here and there. Yeah, picked up what I've had to pick up. <laughs> I think next week or on the next couple of weeks, I'm gonna do an episode of Backyard's Finest with JT Ooh. for the first time. That'll be interesting. What? We're gonna be doing Smallville. Oh, good luck. Uh, Have fun. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be doing Smallville. Oh. Uh, we're gonna start out with the pilot. For people who don't know, JT's my older brother, and he played Lex Luthor in our Batman vs. Superman World's Finest fan film. Yep. That is coming out. He plays Lex Luthor. I play Superman. So we're gonna kind of have that dynamic while we talk about Smallville. So it's gonna be it's gonna be kind of fun. So we're getting Lawton squared going on here. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it's the first Lawton Lawton episode. I have other siblings, but I doubt they would want to come on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll see. But anyway, luck with Matt, Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, I gotta find the right thing yeah. to talk about. So, Matt, do you have any other, like, little BSBS, like, anything new that's going on in the world of Matthew, you know, you want to share to the audience at home? Just doing some here and there side projects with my own little channel that we're trying to get off the ground. Uh, mm. We're doing this Greek mythology kind of video that we're doing. We're in the process of What is your it. channel called, Matt? Oh, is my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Thievius and What are you going to mention it? I would, uh, you know... Wait, go ahead. What is it? It's called Thievius Entertainment. Thievius Entertainment. Yes. Is that like a like a Sly on a Sly Cooper or something? In a like, way, kinda it kind of like is kind of like influenced uh-huh. by it in a way. It's just like a little thing. I don't know how. I don't know how to describe it. It's just like a channel that we thought me and Dan thought of before. We just set mm. it up, but we were going to do this Greek mythology that Dan had planned. He's busting his ass trying to figure out all the details. I'm supposed to shoot. In like a two in a week or two, that's what's happening. And I'm trying to figure out how to become a Viking because there's a part where you can go into uh, well, not Viking, or a Dane because it's more pre-Viking. But we're gonna yeah, the the the, the timeline doesn't yeah, but it doesn't try line up at all. But we're gonna cheat it. Okay, we're gonna cheat around of it because like everyone knows Vikings, but right, everything well, else is gonna for- be Greek though. For you guys at home, check out their channel, Thievius Entertainment. I'd be curious to see we're gonna, what goes on in the future. We're going to launch like an like sometime, hopefully, like real, real re-relaunch because we tried a soft launch before quarantine. Didn't really work mm-hmm. out, but we're going to try doing a launch hopefully around Halloween. We have a few things coming up in the Batyard realm. That's who we do. There is there is one trailer that we're coming out, like a spoof trailer that Connor and I did. What's that? About? I don't really want to give too much detail about it. It's just kind of like a parody. I'll give you... A, it's a parody of The Lighthouse. Okay. So that's all I'll reveal. So it's going to be a lot of crazy nonsense. <laughs> yeah. It'll be... It's going to be interesting. Oh, God. I, it's, is there any mermaids? No, there's not a mermaid, <laughs> but... Mermaid? But we have a replacement. 
of the mermaid. I don't want to give it oh, away because it's it's a joke. It's a parody, so I don't want to give away all the jokes. <laughs> yeah, that'll be fun. That's that. That's gonna come out in the, in the near future. I'm hoping by the end of September. September. Also, this ghost feature that Matt and Dan and I have worked on. The next episodes are coming out at least one in October. So mm-hmm. look forward to those. That that's definitely stuff that are coming here on the backyard. And I know Matt and I are talking about filming some some sketch. I don't really want to get too much into detail until yes. we start filming it. We still have to talk about a few more things, I believe, right? And then yeah, after that, we're yeah, going to well, try going off from there. Yeah, yeah. So we just basically got to figure out a filming start date. Mm-hmm. That's where kind of I am on it. There's a few props that I'm in the midst of working on, like this mask. I got to finish this mask, obviously, before we film. I just did a quick paint job of its lips. And this nose is temporary. I wanted to get, like, an actual mm-hmm. latex nose to kind of put on here. Okay. You know? So you're trying to give it a snout. Yeah, give it, like, a... Like, kind of like a bat kind of inflection with its nose, you know? Okay. But anyway, yeah, that's what's going on here. So, I guess, Matt, are you ready for the main event, or do you have any other... Let's get... you want to go into? In the words of a friend, Dennis, let's get to the meat of this podcast. Okay, we're getting <laughs> right into the meat. So, we are reviewing Superman Man of Tomorrow, which is a 2020 American animated direct-to-video Superman film produced by Warner Brothers. Yep. And animated by DC Entertainment. It's the 39th film of the DC Universe animated original movies. It was really? released on August 23rd, 2020. Hmm. And I guess it's on Blu-ray. It just came on Blu-ray September 8th. We're filming this... Well, we're live, so we're filming this September 12th. <laughs> so a few days after its Blu-ray release. The film uh, shows chronicles of Clark Kent in his early career as Superman with some aspects that are loosely based on the 2015 miniseries Superman American Alien by Max Landis. Hmm. Which I do own... American Alien. I actually have it right here. This is a really good book. This is one of my favorite Superman comic books. It's up there. This and All-Star Superman are probably up there with my favorites. Did this movie at least stick true to that that comic book series? No. You know what? So, it's like loosely based on it, so it doesn't like take direct like inspiration okay. like Superman like Superman Red Sun it's not the same exact story but they kind of twist, twist it. it they just they just with this they kind of took some elements that were kind of career starts with Clark Kent and stuff like that and like the costume where he's wearing the goggles and the black okay. kind of biker suit basically <laughs> those are the only kind of you know and like Lobo is a loose connection but you know it's not like a direct adaptation of that okay that comic series because that that comic book american alien is it's like four different stories about like different time periods and aspects that are in clark's life so like the first one starts out and it's like basically like a pixar film it's like superman when he's like eight or nine years old and it kind of like it's just like a little little story about him in that time period time frame of his life then it's him when he's like a teenager you know a little so it just, the it just keeps on, on upgrading so on him so a few on. years. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like if, like, say you're, I think Max Landis said this, like, say you're going to meet Clark Kent in a bar, and, like, 
you know, he was going to tell you stories about him and being Superman. Mm-hmm. These are kind of like the no, his, little his bar stories, stories he would tell you. Okay. Yeah, exactly. These are his bar stories. Obviously, this is more of a linear storyline, which I do... I did like. Well, before I get into what I had to say, what what is what did Matt think of Superman, Man of Tomorrow? Um, Actually, like, I was looking at it, I was like... I was like, oh, okay, there's another Superman Superman movie coming out. Okay. I wonder if it's going to be good. Because, like, last one last one we watched was... Red the Sun. Red Sun. But yeah. before that, that was the Doomsday one. When uh, oh. he fights Doomsday and he dies, I believe. It was, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Super- the death, death of Superman. Superman. And then there was one after that, which was the reign of Superman. I don't remember that one, but... I was just looking at him like, okay, hopefully it's not like, hopefully, um, like, is the animation going to be like that style, or is the storytelling going to be like those either, like, too? How much, mm-hmm. like, far-fetched is it going to be, or how straight to the point it's going to be? But, like, I looked at it, I was like, the the the, the colorization to it looked a little weird, because it made, like, him look a little paler in the trailer I saw. Yeah. But yeah. it didn't look that horrible when I started watching it. It's just started, like, it's like, like mm. I'm like, all right, it works, because everyone else's, the tone of it was a little different. Of how it went. Right. I was like... Like, I, I was kind of like... Including I didn't want another movie that he's overpowerful and I don't want... Like, I say yeah. this every time we talk about Superman. <laughs> yeah. It's just overly done and full of himself that I don't care. There's but, a balance with Superman that needs to be taken with his storyline. Yeah, but... There's definitely a balance. This... That, and, and a lot of writers don't know how to, no. how to write Superman. But this one I That's liked because this actually I'm gonna say this one I liked the most out of all of them because this one you see wow. him as a kid, <laughs> you see him as a kid yeah. and you see this him watch. First of all, it starts off with his, like I said he was a kid and he's watching a movie with a childhood friend and it's about how people are, like talking like saying bad things about aliens saying like oh that's an alien we don't like aliens blah blah. blah. Meanwhile, he's an alien himself, and he actually has a breakdown about it. Then you jump into the future to he's like now he's in his early twenties, mm-hmm. and he's coped with that issue. That but he's hiding still his lifestyle. But then he's like working his way up to like being who he's supposed to become, and he has no idea anything about his power. So I liked how that was a thing, and he was discovering himself. It wasn't he was already yeah, established. Yeah. And I liked how, like, he was, like, trying to figure things out. He didn't have a costume already. All those other things. Right. Like, it ended up coming to him later. It's not like it was just set up, ready to go, and that's Superman. We figured out everybody else. He had no connections to all of his people in the future, like, at the Daily Planet, really. He was a, uh, what was it? He was an intern or something like that, right? Yeah, he was an intern coffee boy, yeah, basically. So, like, just run around, give everyone coffee. It was a different what? vibe that I enjoyed. Yeah, including like how like the story went. Like uh, you like you mentioned Lobo. Lobo was in the story, and I liked that he was like he was like a key feature. It wasn't like an like a like an occurrence that happens in like two seconds. The fight's over. Like it oh my over, god! Yeah. No, like Lobo mm-hmm. causes shit to happen in the movie that actually goes on to the end. Like it like including Lobo makes it to the end too in a way. Yeah, and, like, yeah. it's like it's yeah. it's a weird it's, minor spoiler. <laughs> it's just a, like it's a, sorry, but like it's no, just no. No, I mean we're gonna get yeah. into spoilers. But like it's just a it's like a it's a different setup that I haven't seen in a while with Superman that I liked, including he figured out at one point he's vulnerable to something he has no idea of, and he got really mm-hmm. scared, and he actually doubts himself as being Superman, even be, yeah becoming being going further as Superman later in the movie too. 
It's a it's yeah. a weird story. It's a good, but it's a weird like little twist to storyline, but it ends up being a good outcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, that's how. I, including they have Lex Luthor in it, but to me, he became such a minor like a minor role at some point because he disappears until like later on into the like I think last like 30, 40 minutes. He's actually something yeah, I, in the movie. I kind of liked how he's like not the main focus yeah, villain comes, in the story. Like it. It kind of reveals how he's kind of what his malicious intentions are mm-hmm. from the very beginning, and you see that towards the end. But he's not the main key like, focus of adversary that Clark Kent has to take down. He's just kind of like, you know, he's like a part of it, but he's not fully attached yes. in a way. And it, it does kind of set up future movies mm-hmm. in a way. I think they're gonna kind of go with this becoming the new. 52 like animated so universe and they're starting out with Superman yeah it's well the last like the one you were mentioning Superman Doomsday yeah, or that's Superman 52. The Death of Superman that was like the new 52 style and I'm glad they branched off of that like I I like some of those movies but I was kind of getting sick of that animation well, 52 you know? I didn't like it's just a big toss a talk everyone loves 52 comics like for some no a lot of people hate That's... new 52 I don't know I was a hearing lot a lot of, of people 50... hate it I I enjoyed what I read but like there's some stuff that I was hearing that new 52 really? was doing that was like off Kilter and just weird. And it wasn't stupid, like what a you know? character would do. What characters would do in the comics what, or something. What like they that? did with like, for example, what they did with Lobo. Yeah. He looked like like an emo skater kid. He didn't look like that, like straight up <laughs> rugged, badass fucking biker dude. You looked like a twink. You know, uh, he looked so lame. You have to look it up. I'm doing Find it right it. now. I'm doing it right now. I can't believe you with what and you're he saying. He looks so me. bad. You know, I haven't read. With the new 52 stories I read, I read Justice League, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Oh. I didn't re- I, and some Batman. Oh, no. I read Court of Owls. That was good. With Superman and Justice League, I was actually interested in the storylines that they were going in. But I just kind of fell off, and now they're in Rebirth. This is Lobo? Yeah. Yeah, do you mind screen sharing? Because I don't <laughs> Yeah, give me a second. <laughs> it's really bad. It looks it looks really oh, awful. Yeah. Well, Hold look, on. I'm gonna screenshot this. Hold on. There's some other stuff. All right, it should be showing up. Yeah, I'm doing it right there now. There it is. This is it. Yeah. Oh no. What? Yeah, it looks awful. I could see him being that like before we meet uh. Lobo, like when he's killing off like every. Uh, oh, I forget his uh, species name, but when he's killing off all his like his race off uh, on his planet, you know, I could see him looking like this in his early years. Yeah. But that's not the Lobo I really want to follow. I want to follow the fucking biker. Yeah, if it's... heavy metalist, you know, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to follow this. <laughs> Emo twink. Uh, I don't care about him. <laughs> that was one thing I actually did enjoy with Lobo coming in, and, and he just shows up out of nowhere and just the way he just comes off, like just full full of himself and ready to do things, like beat the shit out of Superman. And he kind of like mm-hmm. ruins Superman's like he not like ruins, but he like throws in the perspective that he's the last of his kind. He's like, oh, you're the last Kryptonian. Yeah! And then, like, Superman's like, oh, so I'm the last one, so do you want me alive? And he's like, nah, I'll kill you. And he wants to just blow some up and shit. Yeah. That's what I was curious about, because, like, at the end, there's an adversary that they have to team up and, like, kind of defeat mm-hmm. at the end of the film. 
Lex Luthor kind of buys out Lobo and they have to take down Parasite. Yeah. I was wondering, like, when he kind of left at the end, like, what happened to the bounty? You know, is he, he's just like, all right, I'm over that. I'm out of here. I, I guess he got paid, so. Well, yeah, I think he, he got, got paid, paid by Lex. but, like, I feel like he's just waiting for, like, yeah, I think he sees something in Superman that he, like, he's like, Maybe let's see what happens if I get a more of a bounty on when he gets older. Yeah. And then oh, I'll get a better you know, buyout. That's, that's neat. That's a neat that. idea. So, like, it just gives him more of, like, a reason to just wait and see. Or maybe mm-hmm. he just, like, found a thing about Superman he just enjoys. <laughs> yeah, you know, they have an interesting relationship. I mean, at least I saw... What was it? Yeah, the first time I've been introduced to Lobo was Superman the animated mm-hmm. series, you know, and you've still he he came down in that too, like to basically hunt down Superman. It was like the same, like he had a bounty on his head, and then they had to team up in that series as well. Yeah, that's what I was. That's that's it's like kind of an interesting dynamic that they have. They're kind of against each other and their allies. You know, they well, they don't really like, like each other, but they have to team up at, at some point well, just because of circumstance. Well, doesn't, like, Lobo get, like, his own comic series that makes him into, like, an anti-hero in a way? And, but yeah, he's, like, it's just a, basically a travel of his bounties, but he's basically taking down the bad guys that nobody's dealing with that or is on the real radar of, like, the Justice League. I'm listening to, uh... I really don't care about, like, sometimes with the voice actors because I'm, like... Okay, I like I just don't like sometimes pay attention. I know how like a bunch right. of you do. I know Dan does. I know a couple other people do. I have friends with. But to me, I'm like, all right, I'm this is probably somebody I really don't know. It's in this universe that I'm not familiar with 100. percent But when I heard Lobo start talking, and I was like, wait, I know this fucking voice. <laughs> I know it. End up yeah, being f- end up being uh, what's his name, Ryan. Wow, Hurst. Is he from Sons, Sons, Sons of Anarchy? Sons Opie. of Anarchy. He plays okay. Opie. He's actually in Outla- Outsiders. He's in The Walking Dead. He remember that Stephen Private Ryan, the soldier with the ear that got blown off, like got messed up. He couldn't hear anybody, and they're trying to ask him questions. I have to see Stephen Private Ryan. I still haven't seen it. Fucking hell! <laughs> I know. What? I know. That's a movie I have to see. It's 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 one of those movies. <laughs> If you That's really don't like freaking, um, what was it, Vin Diesel, he has probably the most pathetic death in that movie. <laughs> He's in Saving Private, Private Ryan. Ryan's one of Vin Diesel's, like, kind of, like, start, like, first movies. He's in that yeah, fucking he, movie. He's saving some. Uh, I think, yeah, he's I in France. No and he's saving some girl, like, little girl. And out of nowhere, a sniper, he's, like, holding the girl like this, and then a sniper, a German sniper, shoots him in the fucking back. And he gives the girl back to the father, and he ends up getting, like, fucked up. Like, he's just, like, lying there, just bleeding out, and then hands off a letter. And it's really funny. It's just like, okay, they had this guy in there for a few, like, about a fourth or to almost a half the movie, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I, I mean, that's a movie I have to see. You know, Michael Rosenbaum was almost in that really? movie. He tried out for that movie. I found out. Oh, he sh- I don't know. I can see him I think playing he lost as the like a mate, Matt Damon. Ah. <laughs> but I think he's going to get like him as like a side part. character, you know, one of the side like side people because they had like Yeah, I could definitely. One of the side people like, were kind of he was a translator. Like he can just speak he was supposed to be the German guy, like speak German for the people. And he was the most useless character they had. They could have had him do that and be better than this one actor that's in it. Oh. Well, I find it funny that 
going back to Superman Man of Tomorrow, I find it funny that you actually... I mean, not funny, but I, I'm glad that you enjoyed this movie, because I actually, I thoroughly enjoyed this, this film. I thought it was a really good time, and it kind of went back to Superman struggling, like not being so arrogant yeah, that's, and like that's being why able to do everything. It. He was human. And yeah, it, yeah, he was human. He was really human. It kind of showed his human side. And in American Alien, you get that aspect too, like his complexity of what kind of what to do and what he should kind of become is uh, apparent in that comic book as well. And it's definitely apparent in this movie. And I like how it's like, you know, they took like some inspiration from it, but it's different at it's like called its own thing and it's different enough where you know you're not gonna really pull too much comparisons to that book anyway and that book is like would be better as like four episodes than a okay a full-out movie you know that's kind of how that book would be better presented if they're gonna do like a thorough presentation of that book but like this is something kind of completely different the animation what you're saying before with the animation it kind of like, when I saw the trailer, to be honest, I wasn't really that excited. I was like, yeah, eh, yeah, whatever. The animation kind of looks, eh. But, like, like you, like you said, like, you kind of get used to it. And by that point, with the animation, once it, once they're moving, they look, it looks pretty good. It looks you good, know? though. But like, I don't like the talking it, in the beginning. The talking mm. kind of was, like, slow. It took too long. What talking? What was the uh, talking? There's a part like, when, like... Clark and the janitor was talking, and it felt a little slower than, like, the regular talking they were doing, uh, and I was like... Oh, like the animation, or, like, the dialogue? The dialogue, and I was like, why? Why are we taking uh, it I too long? That, I thought it was fine. I thought it was just, like, Clark Kent is out of his element, he's uh, he's not really... He's trying to get his feet wet, and the only one he could really relate to is a working-class guy, no, which is the janitor. No, no, fine. That's what I thought it was fine. No, I, no that's know, fine, that but, like, it just felt like... human dynamic. Them answering each other would, like... It took a little bit longer than I thought it was going to be, like... Like the pauses yeah. in between? I don't know. I only to have me to it felt that to really to me catch it felt that. That's something bit. I did not catch at all. <laughs> I, I like their relationship. I like that little dynamic, and he gave him the coffee, you know. Yeah. And I saw on his janitor shirt, I saw R. Jones. I was like, oh, no, that's him. That's Rudy Jones, you know. So, like, if you're a Superman fan, you'll kind of pick up on that. Those little bits. And this, you know, as another Superman kind of rogues gallery, Parasite, I'm, well, I was introduced to in Superman the animated series as well, you know, kind of shows when I grew up. And this, like, they made Rudy Jones more of a tragic character. Like, he's more, you know, he's a good guy. You want to root, you want to mm-hmm. root for this guy. And Superman the animated series is just basically like, you know, he's just like a conman. He's just a jackass. You know, <laughs> you know, whatever. You know, he got hit by uh, vile chemicals. Like I don't care. You know, he's the but in this. Like I felt really bad for him because he was just such a nice guy. And it showed that Superman's arrogance is kind of was his downfall mm-hmm. of Rudy Jones. It wasn't even I. I wouldn't even blame Lobo on that fact. I blame solely on Superman because what I kind of interpret to that where he was taking the fight from Metropolis to Star Labs because he's talking to Lois and he found out that there's some, like, story underneath, like, the structure of Star Labs, like, under on, on the yeah. basement levels. Yeah, he was... And, like... Yeah, he was saying that, but, like, the janitor, uh, Jones, he was, or, like, he was telling, telling him in the before that 
he was saying, no, there's a lot of secrets underneath this place. That right. he literally gave him more information, saying there's a lot of things here, but there's people watching that I can't say anymore. Because, right. And then you exactly. saw the shadow fit, you know, the, the man in the trench coat showing over there. That yeah, up, that was cool. We end up finding out who that is later on, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, so when Superman's taking the fight to, um, wait, hold on, give me one second, just keep talking, Matt. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, I just, uh, keep talking. God, just leave me on a spot like this. Alright, yeah, it takes the fight to, like, Star Labs thinking, like, it would actually, I'll say, I don't know how to say it, like, uh, Give them, like, that kind of edge. Maybe they see this other being and they say, oh, let's try to capture this thing. That's Lobo. <laughs> but, yeah, there's a lot of tragic stuff. Out. Whoa, what the hell's happened to my ear? What happened? Did I miss anything? Nothing. I was just trying to talk and, you know, just went nonsense. <laughs> so, my laptop was going to die. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, Star Labs. So, okay. So, he brings a fight to Star Labs. And, like, basically, this is Superman, Clark Kent, thinking, oh, this is the way I could get infiltrate this structure. I could just smash it to pieces <laughs> by getting Lobo to follow me. That's how I interpret that scene, like, just Superman, like, Clark doing anything to get the story. Mm. So he, he decided to bring the fight where it would benefit him. And meanwhile, he basically destroyed the, the life of Rudy Jones, you know? True. And I thought... I thought that that was going to be more of an aspect that Rudy Jones was going to blame more Superman mm -hmm. than um, Lobo. I think he, I, well, I think he would like have an equilibrium, like blaming both of them like equally. Mm -hmm. But that didn't really wasn't really apparent. You know, that's what I was kind of expecting because like he brought the fight to him. You know, well, he's the yeah, one who flew the thing away is, from the like, In his mind, that uh, he already saw Clark Kent as random flying biker guy. Yeah. And flying and saving them from the rocket already. So mm -hmm. they probably just said in his whatever mind that was left in his parasite mind of his head that he would blame Lobo more because Lobo is this creature that is destroying everything prior and chasing Superman. So I would say he would have a more of like a, that guy's the evil guy, not that guy that's flying and trying to fight him. Yeah, I guess so. He's the one who kind of shot off this, like, poison, like, parasitic, you know, yeah. gunk on, onto, onto him. Who kind of created the monster, so. You okay? Someone just entered the room, and they weren't, like, incognito at all. They were, like, pretty obvious. Oh, but that's anyway, good. it was really distracting. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Where was I going with that? I forget what it, where, where I what I was saying. What do you? Oh no! But let's move on. Let's just move on to. Uh, let's just say this: we have a, one character has been hiding in Carnito the whole time throughout the movie mm -hmm. until oh, the halfway point. There you go. Good transition. The Martian Manhunter. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah, I'm was, happy with this design of him. Actually. Yeah, I haven't great. haven't seen him like that style or like close to his like first appearance in Justice League for me mm -hmm. in a long time. Everyone everyone's been adding to him and changing his look, and I have been yeah. hating it. The one look I really hate is on Supergirl 
And I haven't seen. It's just really gross. He has some gill thing going. I don't know. Uh, it's not okay. I think okay. I know what you're talking about. He looked all right. It's, it didn't look it's terrible. It's good for TV. That show. That show. Yeah. <laughs> and like trying to make him a real character, the CGI or animated character. Mm-hmm. But like, it it doesn't. I don't like it. But like this one actually, it gives me that like. Oh, they actually care and made him actually what he's supposed to look like that I know of. Yeah. I like this design where he was like in his natural creature. Oh, element. dude, that was like, awesome. He looked sickening. Like his face, like this like I... looked like his mouth. He looked all fucked up and it was great. I thought he was an alien that's from stars. So oh, really? I thought that's... for one point it screwed me up because I was like, I didn't know he did the thing. At one point I was like, oh, Alright, what's this thing? Oh, this is a phantom alien thing from Star Labs that broke out. Yeah. And I'm like, this yeah. is fucking weird. Maybe this is why the creature's happening. <laughs> and then, out of nowhere, he just shows up at Clark's house saying, yo, that was me. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I really uh, I really enjoyed the presentation of the Kents in this film as well. Like, I like Jonathan Kent. I liked his, the voice actor who did him. I forget his name. He sounds familiar but, um, too, but I, I can't remember. Did, yeah. He he definitely does. I think he's a, a known actor. But, like, I liked how they portrayed it. And they went back kind of... This movie seemed like it went back to the roots of, like, classic Superman. Mm-hmm. They even gave him the red undies. I know! They gave him the red undies. <laughs> What's with all the... Why why are they taking the red undies away? That's like I don't know. But it, what is with all the hate of the red undies? Because grown ass men are not supposed to wear underwear on outside yeah, their but pants. It's like, you know, it's a tribute to strong men, you know, <laughs> super supermen basically, like these these bodybuilders of like the nineteen twenties and thirties. That's where it reverts from. And I liked how they got the idea, like, when, like, Clark saw a picture from Lois Lane's, like, catalog of photos, and it was, like, Batman, mm-hmm. and he had a cape, like, you only saw it for an instance, and he was, like, it said, cool cl- cape as, like, a posted sticky yeah. note, and he was, like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna put a cape on my costume now, because well, capes are cool. Well, technically, <laughs> you know? no, like, it's, well, you said Lois Lane, right? Yeah. No, no, his, uh, the mom, the Kent, uh, Miss Kent. She... No, that happened before. That happened before. That was before that. He put on, you know, like how he put on the blanket, like the sheet of his bed, and he flew out the window, mm-hmm. and it, it immediately flew off, you know, <laughs> okay. so that's like, that's where you get the, there's like a little picture of Batman. It was like a blanket, and you'll miss it kind of All moment. Right. It said, it was like Batman kind of running on this because... uh, rooftop, and it said cool cape, like as a posted sticky note. And then oh, because Miss Kent said like oh, part, from seeing this mysterious Batman yeah. guy, I got a idea of getting you a cape. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, the yeah. Too. No, it, it, it kind of goes. That's where it goes full circle. Yeah, you know that's kind of that was like the bow end of that kind of. And moment, it's pretty so. neat that how Batman's already pre-established than Superman, mm. even though Superman was the first DC character. Yeah, to be invented. Yeah. But he was the first yeah. Batman in this movie is actually pre-established before yeah. Superman. I do, I do like the idea of Batman being around before Superman mm-hmm. because he's like more human. He kind of, you know, gives off the, you know, the balance of humanity. Mm-hmm. Like this is just a guy from planet Earth. Yeah. And then like his whole world would be crashing down when Superman enters the picture. Yeah. Like, so like, he'll like feel like he's nothing at that point, well, which I find that like, 
contrast of ideologies too is like very interesting and they even did that with the animated series like it was Batman the animated series and then Superman mm-hmm. the animated series and then Superman kind of came around after Batman was pre-established and they just thought Batman was like a wacko yeah. because he was wearing a cape and like he was like brooding like lurking through the shadows and that night and then we have this optimistic superhero who's like Pierce broad daylight. He doesn't even wear a mask. His face is shown across every newspaper yeah. out, outside there, and like people are like kind of think Batman's a creep, you know, and Superman's like this optimistic, you know, hero. So like that's what I really enjoy about their ideologies. And then eventually, when they meet, they kind of realize that they're on the same mm-hmm. team. Obviously, there's going to be a first clash, you know, and then um, they'll figure out kind of well, what. What gaps they fill, I'm, and it seems like they're setting up like a universe with Batman and everything. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. Um, like this movie actually gets a good, review, good reviews. That it actually trickles yeah. down to like maybe a new series or maybe another movie mm-hmm. setup. That maybe we will get a mm-hmm. Batman movie, and then that trickles yeah. like into getting into like Batman versus Superman. Their little yeah, setup, yeah, and it's gonna be probably better than any Batman movie that we have <laughs> and then right the now. Dawn of Justice. Yeah, yeah, it would because it would make more sense because if Batman's already established in Superman's timeline of right now of this movie, yeah. that means Batman has like at least a few years on his belt that makes him feel like like you're saying, he's better, he's the this human that's taken more out, established. established, he's better and he believes he's been that he like he knows a lot of things until this mysterious super being yeah. that comes out of nowhere as doing a lot more than he ever has done in a few in his years. Yeah, he would have more experience than Superman, and that's why I think it would be interesting too. Like he's more experienced, but Superman comes along and he has like obviously his power levels are like here yeah. compared to Batman's. But I think his experience and Superman's power levels will kind of equal yeah. off. Like his brains and their and Superman's power will kind of equal off, and they'll actually have a interesting kind of competition and dynamic but between, between I kind of want Batman if they do introduce this Batman I kind of want him to be more of a grittier Batman in a way for some like a good one no, 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 no a grittier not like a good not oh grittier, grittier. My bad. oh okay. more gritty so Ben Affleck yeah not yeah but no but like it's that like, gritty do you want to go that gritty where he murders people no like he's just more like <laughs> Like, he's willing... Like, okay, let's say he's... He's, like, more battered and, like, Yes, kinda, he's more... Like, tired out. Yes, he's more like he has the years of the job on him. Yeah, and, he's wearing it. Yeah, and instead of just being... Basically. Yeah, it's not, like, more like... Oh, it's another fucking day. Alright, let's just go <laughs> out there. And I'll go uh, and yeah. hang out in my mansion and... At this point, it should be women. easy. It should be easy for Batman to kind of combat, like, the yeah. Joker and, like... Well, not easy for the Joker, but, like, you know, it's, like, kind of a day-to-day thing, and he he kind of has it under his belt. Like, he has it somewhat under control. And then Superman comes in, then he introduces aliens. Fucking Batman world is fucking gone berserk. He got too comfortable. He was wearing his bad pajamas too long. And then the fucking, there's a fucking alien outrage, and then Batman should be pissed. Like, what the fuck? I was, I was getting on higher ground at this point. Oh, he had God. to fucking up. <laughs> Batman just walks out of his house with his lace cave with a mug, the bat mug, and just says, Oh, today's a great muggy day. Oh, shit, what's that in the sky? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like a fucking rocket ship, yeah. 
Exactly. Oh, okay. That's what I want to see. That's what you want to see? I want to see, I want to see Batman, like, really comfortable with his job, and then, like, everything just crashes That's just that thing. I see, I, I actually kind of do enjoy that idea that you're throwing out there, too. But no one is going to make that, because that's not Batman. Unless you have Adam West do it. And then it changes it. You can pull it. it off. Like you could definitely no, pull that's off. when the, that's when the, that's when they should bring the Adam West Batman, and then like once like he's just having his day and just drinking his coffee and sees the spaceship, and then it goes like pans across like just behind his mask and see it crash, and you just like it goes back to his face is a different costume and Batman, oh <laughs> just, like, it just automatically changes. It's another, ba- it's another Batman. Yeah. It's like Michael Keaton's Batman. Yeah, it just changes. Up. Like it just changes. It flips. It's like. That was quick. <laughs> if it was well, if there was if it was Adam's what Adam West Batman meeting Superman, they wouldn't have a confrontation at all. They're going, oh yeah, you want some pot? Yeah, and let's do some dancing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't. There wouldn't be like any like ideology clash because Batman and Adam West, you know, he would just show up in broad daylight. He wouldn't care. Like he just yeah, he was commissioner a, like, and like made public appearances. So like he was basically he was kind of like. Doing the sh- Superman appearances as Batman, yeah. you know, in a, in a, a little... With silver thing. mask on. And a, and yeah, a, cape, and a little Wonder Friend, his little Robin. Yeah, yeah. Robin in his pants. And Did his he tights. have his pants? Did he have pants? Yeah. Like, <laughs> he was just underwear. No, yeah, that's what I mean. He was just wearing like a loincloth or whatever. Yeah, he had his uh, pantyhose on. <laughs> he had his pantyhose. He mean briefs. But I hope, like, if they're gonna make this the new DC universe, I do like how they started out with Superman, but Batman is already established. Yeah. Like, so there's already some stories that can be shown. I hope they kind of take their time with this, unlike what the movie universe did. I hope they do another Superman sequel, you know, of this animated movie, and it's just, you know, just another Superman movie. Maybe you could show, like, a cameo mm-hmm. of, like, Wonder Woman or Aquaman or something like that. Or even Batman. Maybe, like, a small cameo. And then I would, like... Then I would just, like, a Batman movie. And then maybe a small cameo from Superman. And then that kind of leads up to the fourth movie mm-hmm. where they kind of unite at some point. Uh, I don't know. Uh, knowing DC... I, I like the idea you're saying. But, like, knowing DC... Yeah. DC's still gonna rush things. But at the same time, it's been, like... What is it? No, actually, it hasn't been that long. It's been a half a year since they dropped Red Sun. So, I don't know. Yeah, so, that just came out well, last... Well, Red Sun seemed like it's its own kind of movie. No, it's, like, in its own Yeah, universe. but that's its own... But that's still DC. That's still Wonder Brothers DC and all that junk. So, like, they produced it, they made it, and they slapped it out there, like, a half a year... Like, about, like, five, six months ago. So, yeah, half a year... And now they have this new movie that's already out. So like mm-hmm. they they are going they are trying to pick up the ball again with stuff, but like it's just like they should take their time developing a story instead of rushing it. But they're gonna do yeah. it. They're gonna rush that's, it. That's that's what I mean. I hope I hope I don't think they'll rush it because I don't know. I have faith in the, actually the animated department of mm-hmm. DC because they like. They're, that's where they're excelling. That's, like their animation and their movies yeah. are really top notch. And I just wish they took the animation department, who's ever in charge of these stories, just make them fucking write the actual, like, cinematic universe <laughs> stories and just have them do it. Like, uh, they already proved themselves. They I know, the but, like, they can frame the thing it. is, is not that, it's, it's the people, the mo- it's the money, it's the people, like, the 
Money department. It's all the producers. It's all them. They're like, oh, we need to put this out. We need to put that out. I don't care if you make a good story. We need to make this even faster because we need the money. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. Like, And then well, once you make actual live movies, you have to throw the freaking directors, the other producers' names on top of it. They don't care the freaking animation place because really, you know what? Not a lot of people really pay attention. And that, it, it obviously isn't the money maker like movies are. No. For sure. But so it like, definitely has its audience. It's definitely well, making yeah, money. It's... And I think this is actually getting pretty good traction. Um, that You know, to be honest, like that, when I first saw the trailer, I wasn't really into it. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was just kind of like... I wasn't into the animation. I was just like, oh, this kind of no, just I'm seems gonna... like another like bland Superman movie. But, you know what? I really enjoyed this movie. I actually... I want to say I almost loved this movie. I, I, I can't say I loved it because I only seen it mm-hmm. once. Like, after I see it a few times, then I can kind of give it more of a measurement of how much I really enjoyed this movie. But, like, I would obviously watch it again. It had a lot of heart that's missing from Superman movies and, like, Superman storylines. Like, even um some of the new 52 animation. That, like... That Superman, I wasn't that really that into it. I, I Superman like, was wrong with his face. It was his face. I didn't like his the, face. Even the even the voice was kind of mm. weird to me. I didn't like in like the Justice League movies at least. Like I did like him in um, Death of Superman. I thought he actually mm-hmm. was kind of showing the essence of what he was supposed to be. But like in the Justice League movies. He's kind of a little too arrogant for my liking. You know, like obviously, you know, if you're if you're gonna be Superman, you gotta be kind of arrogant, but in the same limelight, like, Superman grew up on a farm. Like, he should be the most, like, basically, like, simple, down-to-earth guy. Yeah. You know, like, you should be able to have a cop- cup of coffee with this guy <laughs> and talk to him about anything. I'm talking about, like, roasting marshmallows at a campfire. Like, he de- can definitely relate feels- to that. You yeah, know, the 52 and, guy I, I looks do, like he just sea like, life th- smacked him in the face and he basically forgot his lifestyle. Where he came from. Yeah, he, yeah, that's that's what it seemed like, you know. And it definitely showed a lot of the essence of the Kents and Smallville, and he was even saying that he's only a 10-minute flight mm-hmm. from Metropolis to Smallville, so he could go there any like anytime he wants to. I don't know. That's, that's what I was, think is missing from a lot of Superman stories, and I think they actually pulled this off really well in this. That's why I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Like, one part I loved that was... Another thing, like you mentioned, like he and this one right now, he still believes in like he's still that that uh, farm boy. So like I like the part when he's fighting Lobo and he says like Lobo's like, oh you're no Kryptonian I ever met. You can fly, you can do all these certain things. Yeah, yeah. He's like, where the hell did you come from? I come from Kansas. And he's like, well Kansas must have changed you. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I did like that line. Like that was like, like he, he had a lot of meat and potatoes and corn out yeah, there, it, you know. Like he's he's getting his, his farm meals. Yeah, like know? it was like it was like a neat thing that like like this like thing that had that he's like that his, his home was actually a thing that's changing him, even though it's really mm-hmm. the 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 sun on Earth. Yeah. Like, Lobo, now in his head, is like, Kansas, fuck this kid. Like, made him better than yeah. ever. <laughs> yeah, he's like, maybe I should train in Kansas, you know. I'm gonna hang out. <laughs> he's just gonna show there at the farm doing D's for the tents. <laughs> and have his yeah. bike. <laughs> yeah, you just 
do freaking uh, weightlifting classes with the kids, yes. you know, just basically throwing hay bales and stuff like that. That's another, yeah, that you was know, like milking cows. <laughs> no, like it was like another thing. Like the it kind of gave him his witty jokes back that he would have, and his little jokes that like Superman would have in his comics or in like animated show shows back when we were kids. Yeah, those little yeah. little here, those little little things. And then yeah, the light lightheartedness yeah, for and sure. And then the yeah. one thing that was weird about this one is that Lois Lane, she was slightly a little bit different because <laughs> no, she's always been about like this job is my life. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I, kill I'll do anything for, for a story. story. But then there's <laughs> like a part there's a, there's a part where she's like <laughs> trying to steal the story from freaking Clark. Yeah, and I was really yeah. mad at this Lois for that. <laughs> I don't like this Lois. I'm like I I, I, I feel like, <laughs> you didn't like, like it's like a thing like it's like like I just like I, I grew up like that she would like I think she had a boundary that she would like at least from back when her kids and from the like mm-hmm. that she would like be like Okay, he has the better story, but I'm going to get the next one. And this yeah. one, she's just like, "Oh, it's okay. You can talk to me. I'm somebody a little bit, a little bit better at their job and smarter and all that stuff. It's yeah, fine." And, like, and she's like, yeah. waiting for him to give her all the information." She even says, "What's your sources?" Yeah. And he's just like, "Oh, what I didn't mean fuck? you. I yeah. I meant this other guy I want to talk yeah. to." And it's I meant like someone like, who would actually help me yeah. and fucking battle this. Giant yeah, really, ki- that kaiju part monster really right pissed me off for a little bit. Uh, with that. I was like, you I'm know, not okay with I this un- one. I can understand you being mad, but like Lois, like especially like back in the 40s and 50s, mm-hmm. she would always just like fucking shit on Clark. No, I know that. Story. I know she was shit on Clark. <laughs> I know she was <laughs> doing all that jo- like <laughs> joking, all that stuff. But, the- but like that part was just like, what? Uh, no, I- I, kinda, off. You know, <laughs> I I kind of I kind of accepted that f- fact because well they don't really have that relationship yet. No. They don't have that like they don't really re- I mean obviously Clark respects her, mm. but I don't think she fully respects Clark until like he kind of proves himself to be the like a good reporter on like an equal grounds as Lois. Mm-hmm. So I don't think she Lois Lane is going to respect anyone who kind of doesn't show like their own ambitions and their own drive to get the yeah. story, especially if they're working in the same department. So that's why she, I think she was in her head thinking, I'll get this burden off his shoulders. At the same time, it'll benefit me yeah. to get the story. And Lois Lane always, especially like in the George Reeves shows, would always just like lie to Clark True. so like he would go the other way so she could get the story and then end up getting but, captured but that's not and then Superman would have the but the fall, thing is like is that that's not stealing that's tricking mm-hmm. that's different <laughs> that was that's uh, that's right. different that's not yeah, okay. it's slightly it's, it's slightly tricking it's, not all, stealing. it's along the same lines <laughs> That's why that's why I wasn't too mad about it. Like if it was like Lois and Clark, like Clark's been working at the mm-hmm. Daily Planet for for years now and they obviously are like on best friend terms. I think then it would be a little like undercut like backstabby. But since they literally just met yeah. like not that long ago, I you know, I'm I'm not too mad about that. I think I, I accept Lois. I know, I, I drive it's just that moment. That mo- I wasn't mad at her the whole movie. I can see it's just why that you're mad. it's just that part I was like, Really? <laughs> you just get, can't let this guy this guy is trying to get into the career you're already in. At least that credit that he's trying to do, he's actually doing his own story. No one's told him to do this yet. 
And he's just All doing right. it. And then you're just trying to steal it underneath his feet. Like, yeah. you're pulling the rug, lady. Just keep letting uh. him have the rug. Just let him have the rug at that moment. You're, I liked you the rest of the other move, the rest of the movie. The beginning, this is that part, just like, why? <laughs> I do understand. I do understand why you could be mad. I, I I totally get it. But I, you know, at the same time, I do accept. I know what she's doing. It's just at that moment, it was just like, <laughs> come on. You know, and like I liked. I really liked Rudy Jones. I liked this character. I like how he was established and how he's a good-hearted guy. You I kind of felt like bad I said, when he went too back yeah, to his but, house and his like yeah, daughter sees him as so a monster, depressing. and he's starting yeah. to have like he's like. About the breakdown in Monster World, and like <laughs> she sees him, and then like she screams, and he's like, "Oh no, I need to get out of here!" And he fucking gets out, and like, yeah, oh shit, he couldn't even. He was he actually was about to say something to her, but he couldn't get yeah, it out at time. I think he was trying to speak. He said like one yeah. word. I think he said her name, and but like he has these jowls and this different facial and voice uh, construction. Where you can't audibly make the sounds of our lips smacking them conjure up words if you don't have any lips, you know. Yeah. And he just has a jaw protruding out with like like orc yeah. tusks coming out. So like he's not gonna really be able to say much. No, there is no there is no saying. It's just gonna be just growling and roaring and all that junk. But like, yeah, I can't, let's just talk about his final form. What's going yeah. on with his final form? Because his final form reminds me of. Okay, Godzilla 2000, there's a monster... I was totally feeling kaiju, like, vibes there's a from, monster... from Parasite. <laughs> yeah. There's a monster, Godzilla 2000, I forget his name, and he's a, he's an alien that comes to Earth millions and millions of years ago, but he's dormant. Oh, really? And he, acts, he reactivates, and he shapeshifts to a lot of things, like, to different forms, until, like, the last part of the movie is when they actually have the real battle. And he has a form... Mm. But his uh, being is supposed to eat and adapt what he thinks the most dominant species on a planet that he's on. Which would be Superman. So, yeah. So, like, <laughs> this monster tried to eat Godzilla. So, when he's eating uh, Godzilla, he was getting the form of Godzilla. Plus, prior to that, he got some of Godzilla's DNA in him that already gave him that Godzilla look. So this creature okay. kind of looked like what that creature kind of looked like at one point. Do you mind showing a screenshot? Uh, I want to see what you're talking like it about. Looks that like sounds that. Really, it sounds really familiar, like similar to this movie. Because like I was totally getting kaiju vibes at the end, and then, like while I was watching it, I was like, "Oh, Matt's definitely gonna enjoy this part." Because like he's like shooting basically atomic. It was an atomic like, prep. That was a Godzilla atomic prep. I was like, "What the hell?" Yeah. Yeah, he had, like, basically atomic breath at one point. And he, like, had a supersonic screech that, like, basically deafened Superman for a little bit. Yeah. But I did, I, I, I wasn't expecting Parasite to be this giant fucking Yeah, they, they fed him a lot. Yeah. They gave him a good you feeding. Know, and Superman, the animated series, like, once he would, like, oh, no, get the video. power, like, drain, the, once he would drain the power of a, a human or, like, anything living... They would still be alive, and then over time, they would slowly kind of gain consciousness and become, like, aware of what happened. And this, he just straights up sucks the life and the essence out of every every living thing and every energy source that's on planet Earth. And he just, like, kills everyone he comes in contact with. It's just so... 
it's so horrific, you know, when you see, basically he's at a pharmacy, he's like, I need meds! And the fucking pharmacist is like, oh, well, you need a, you know, you need a prescription. And then he just basically just murders. Yeah, that was effed up. He murders the guy. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know. And then the two, like, customers who are at the pharmacy are, like, kind of shaking the guy. Like, are you alright? And, like, they realize he's dead. And then they start to run out the door and then the, the parasite kills them, too. It's like a horror movie. It's, it's weird. Like, I, yeah. I could see a horror movie with just Parasite. That would be, like, a pretty cool movie. It, actually, it would, I think there's kind of <laughs> movies out there already. But, that, no, uh, seeing Parasite going through that change would be, was awesome. And then he tried taking down Lobo and two, but he absorbs the the shield. But he's in human form. He absorbs the shield that's preventing Lobo mm. to leave. And that's when he ends up turning into this monster more. Yeah, the more energy he, like, absorbs, the more creature-esque he becomes. Yeah, I found the creature, like, it's more of it's, like, the face, like, the creature I'm thinking of, it's more the face. And then the body, it kind of, like, it's not 100%, it's just, like, right here, this picture. Oh, I've seen that thing before. Yeah, this guy, right here. I've seen that. Like, right here. you had a toy of that. I I had all these toys, buddy. I had a lot of... It's more in the face, like the neck to face area. Uh, Everything is like more bulkier than what he was. Yeah. But like it just had this similar look that I said, I was like, oh. That's an interesting, that's an interesting concept that it seems like they were probably inspired by this as well. It's like he was... Which is funny, it kind of goes full circle, you know? I mean... We don't really know, but Godzilla could possibly have been inspired well, when by When was Parasite Superman? made? Like, when was <laughs> Parasite introduced? I want to say the 80s. Parasite. I, I'm doing the same thing right now. I don't know. I, I, wanted, I, would, I would assume the 80s. Maybe the 70s. I do like how, like, Parasite looks like a monster, like a blob. Yeah, I know? see the one from Superman animated series right now. He's just oh, a human. Oh, uh, 66. 66. So Parasite was introduced really early. Then this Orga from Godzilla. I'm, I'm probably not pronouncing it right, but it's from Godzilla Orga. I mean, most most of Parasite's like interpretations, he's not like a giant kaiju monster. Like he gets big at points, but he would be like the size of the Blob from like X Men. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't be like a fucking Godzilla monster. You know, <laughs> I, no, I hear you, but I think that's um, where they. So sh- that's, that's a good way of doing it, though. With this yeah, thing, no, this I, thing that I, can I like it, it can absorb abilities, power, and give it more strength, and it keeps growing. That's what parasite kind of is. But like, it just no. yeah, I, I kind of like, and like the orga was only it was introduced in. Yeah, this guy was introduced just in 1999, really, when the first but Godzilla. Oh, wow. 2000 and Godzilla 2000 Millennium came out. So probably for this guy, they kind of like whoever was designing him probably maybe had some ideas from that to give him this like this kind of a look. No, yeah, I would say this movie was probably inspired by what you're talking about, like making him the kaiju kind of giant monster. Did you like his design? I I loved his design. I enjoyed it. I thought he looked awesome. I thought you would really enjoy. Like while while I was watching that, I was like, "Oh, this is perfect." (laughs) You know, I I was thinking like 
Matt would definitely enjoy this no, scene. It's, like, that's, you want to see the, the ridiculous time. form that they gave the guy from Godzilla 2000, his first form, before he turned into the actual monster you get to see him fight as? Yeah, let's check it out. It's really, re- it's really ridiculous. <laughs> oh, let me see if I can get a bigger picture to come up. Oh Jeez, my so god. Oh, <laughs> uh, here we go. Bop. Alright, uh, it should be showing up in 3, 2, 1. We should probably describe these things too for the audience members who are just. Okay. Listening. Oh. This guy. This is more of like. It's an alien. It definitely is an alien. It's more of a. This is more tentacle, fat head thing. It's more of like E.T. got a fucking head expansion. Okay? <laughs> but he's all tentacle. It looks like. Yeah, it looks like a flying saucer with a. A face that's what, with tentacles coming out of it. That's what happens in this movie. The Godzilla, he, okay. his spaceship shows up as a rock, but then they end up unlocking, like, releasing it from where it was landed. And then it floats up, it stands up straight up. And then later on, it flies away. Godzilla, like, hits mm. it with a beam. Then he becomes this monster thing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this okay. weird cool. o- object. And you know what, Matt? We, creature. We should, we should do... We should do a review of the first Godzilla movie and that movie you're talking about. I feel like okay. that would be pretty cool. <laughs> like, we'll, we'll just do it on this podcast because it's loosely related to what we're talking about. So that's kind of that's kind of where we're going to bring this direction of the show. We're going to loosely connect Superman and Batman <laughs> to other things, but it's mostly the main bulk of our show is going to be Superman and Batman. Mm-hmm. But we're going to kind of... Like, kind of branch off a little bit. Like, say, you know, we talked about the Arctic Giant. It had similarities with Godzilla. So now we're going to talk about Godzilla stuff. You know, we do... We could even, like, say we do more superhero stuff. I think we could, like, kind of branch off that way. As long as we kind of covered it in a Superman-Batman kind of episode, then we could branch off. I think that's more than fair. I'd be curious to what people think of that. I think it'll be good. You know? Okay. Yeah, uh, I, I kind of want to talk about, like, the kind of like the ending of this movie. Mm-hmm. There's one more thing. Like, I kind of want I can talk about it after, but like, there's part of the ending. It's like, Superman's not really the real superhero. Like, the real hero at the end, it feels like. Yeah. It's Parasite. Like giant moment. It's Parasite, like, because uh, Superman... Yeah. The only thing that Superman really, like, they fight, they do the battle, but, like, the power plant's about to explode and set off this giant explosion. And Superman, like, he does this, like, just talks to Parasite to interact with Jones inside of Parasite's, like... Whatever is left in, of Jones inside Parasite's mind mm-hmm. to make him convince himself that he's not this monster. And once that happens, he snaps into reality that this world's going to blow up. His family's in the city and he loves his family. He ends up saving everybody by absorbing the blast. Yeah. And it's weird. Yeah, it's, like, cool. it's just like a different turnout of it all. Like I'm like, okay. That the the villain ends up being the hero. I actually enjoyed it. It's a better twist than I wanted than a yeah. lot of superhero movies I've seen. It was like an Iron Giant moment where like Iron Giant sacrifices himself, mm-hmm. you know, for the greater good. It kind of seemed like he did the same thing, but like he was more viewed as the villain. Mm-hmm. When Superman was talking about, oh, so you inherited my essence and like kind of how I care that about too. these people. When he said. Like, oh, you, so you inherited what's going on with me protecting these people and what's in my heart. Like, at, at that point, I was like, oh, okay, that's a little corny, Superman. You know? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I kind of just, 
you know, smirked at it, and then, like, they just moved past it. I'm just glad they didn't, like... Focus on it too much? Bombard you with love dialogue, you know you what don't I mean? Like, wanna... oh, love is the answer, you know? Like, they just kept doing that. I'm glad that that's not how it ended, with, like, him going, like... Oh, I love them. And they just hug each other. (laughs) A giant (laughs) monster hug on Superman. Like when you squish Hobo, it's just just a hug instead. Aww. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't do that. But like, you know, Superman saying corny stuff like that kind of fits his character. No, it does. That's what he wants. I'm kind of, I'm all for it, you know? (laughs) But, you know, I want to go back a little bit. There's two things I want to mention. Okay. When fucking... Parasite killed Martian That's Man what I was going to get to after this. That's <laughs> what I like, wanted to get to. I was like, no! Why? You can't do that to him. They can't... Ki- okay, if one superhero that... Like, that ki- I, I would say this. Martian Manhunter cannot die in any way. He's one of my characters that I don't... It's like he's a preserved. Sad. Yeah, it's a preserved character. It's so sad. You can't kill yeah. this guy. You can't ever. Yeah. I don't care... What he's done or what happens in the story, you cannot kill Martian Manhunter just because of how his character is. It's just yeah. why. I was. Like, he's just so kind of innocent. Yeah. You know, like I felt so bad. And he, he's like, oh, he's no. innocent. He's like, oh, he's innocent. He's wise. He's he's like all these character, like all these character, like characteristics. And he's like, you kill him. And it's like I when I saw that, I'm like, they fucking crossed the line. They crossed the line uh, again. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? You know, when they did that, I was like, wow, this movie has balls. Like, you know, what? I, said, like, I was like, this movie has Nobody balls. Nobody kill. If you kill, if you accidentally, like, if anything happens, like, really, if you do something, the Martin, like, like, the Manhunter, Martian Manhunter, he just blows up, and he's like, a little tiny little thing. If they do something, or he's like, or he comes back at the end. You never fully disintegrate him to ash yeah. and bones <laughs> and like you know fire is one of Martin yeah Man that's his yes so when parasite inherits superman's laser eye vision you think he's just fucked i thought he was dead i thought he was gone like uh, gone yeah gone. that's what happened then later on he shows up and he just says the superman's like i thought you were gone and he's like no i made you believe what i wanted you to see yeah and because he's like, like a shapeshifter <laughs> you know he's a shapeshifter so he could kind of do that but like i maybe he did you know like how like things play a possum like a possum yeah. pretend they're dead i think that's basically what martian manhunter but, did like he pretended he he died but like i think if parasite kept hitting him with the beam mm-hmm. like in reality he would have Died. I'll ultimately die, you know, but I think he played possum just, like, at the right moment. Yeah, but, like, that, it was just, uh, like... That's kind of what saved his life. They did a good... good. They they hit that... They did the trick with that really well, and I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't mad at all, like, when he came back. No, I was, I was like, happy. Oh, good, I was like, yes! <laughs> you can't kill that character! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. They did a similar thing with Lobo. Like you actually see his arm. It slides like, back in the water. The lake. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought he was like dead, dead. Nah, you know, you can't but kill he Lobo shows either. up. I don't really know Lobo's too much of Lobo's powers. I don't know what his. First I know he's was. pretty much. He's pretty much like indestructible in a way of sorts. That's mm-hmm. why, like, I, that's why, like, if you saw the body, the. When he opens up, when he's, like, at the power plant, he's, like, Superman's, like, oh, I'm surprised there's not a lot of people here. He's, like, yeah, I caught a bomb threat on the plant. 
And he's like, oh, what? Yeah. And he's like, he's you like, shouldn't. You lie you should. about he's that. like, I'm not lying. He opens up his vest and he has all the bombs there. And I was just yeah, like, that was cool. all right, yeah. That's like, he's not worried of dying, like dying because he knows he's basically he's gonna come back. Yeah. He's gonna bounce back in a way, so like, he knows his limits. Yeah. Of things. I did, I, like, he was gonna yeah. suicide bomb. I have a feeling he was gonna do that to get his bounty. I thought he just died. I thought he killed nah, himself because no. he was that bad shit insane. Yeah, he You is. know, I thought he just killed himself. I did like kind of like how he was like trying to allude to Lois Lane like during the interview. Like, he was just trying to do these mating <laughs> dances of like these Targaryen like races and all these different like cosmic fucking rituals that she doesn't know what the hell's going on. You know, she was just basically discussing him the whole... The, the, well, no, he was disgusting her the whole time, and I thought that that was Oh, it's this giant biker alien dude that's just out yeah. of control mental, and he's always yeah. has a cigar in his mouth at every moment. Like, <laughs> he's basically kind of gross, so... I would be very curious how, like, say you're going to do a live-action Lobo movie, what do you do, like... I feel like you could go totally off the rails in a bad way, discuss every uh, audience member, and no one would enjoy it. Or you could go off the rails in the best possible way, where like everyone's like, "Wow, this movie's batshit insane!" The thing is, fucking awesome. Lobo, <laughs> Lobo is a character that needs. I don't think he's a he, good main focus no, he, character. He, no. I think he's a better side character. He's a character that's a side. He's a better character that's more introduced as a side character that eas- makes it into like maybe two or three movies as a side character. Then when you have a developed a good yeah. description of him in these movies that he can get his own movie. Yeah. And then that's, that's, the one way with him is that they can't go as much as I like Hellboy. Hellboy, they kind of screwed up the, Ron, the original, the original like the, 2000 Ron Portman movies. Uh-huh. With the best redemption, del Toro. Yes, that was the good look of him. <laughs> even though that the movie style wasn't how his comics are, but it was probably the best way they filmed them. The newest one that came out last year, I, heard I that was awful. The thing is, I enjoy it. The makeup. I don't want to see it. The makeup of it was just. Not good. I it heard it was like it, it was like gonna fall off his face. Like at any point, you thought the makeup was gonna fall. No, off they made him face. more cavemany, fatty. Look, mm. they made him more. Well, what's his name? Stranger Things. Uh, um, I I know what you're talking about. I forget the actor. Yeah, he he was heavy. He got really heavy after season two of Stranger Things. He mm. he got heavier, and after Stranger Things two. They picked him up for Hellboy, and he just had this weight, and he carried it through the movie. He said he, they had him in. Was it there? Was it the? Was it like his fault or was it like production? I don't know whose fault really it is. I know they put him in exercise. Like behind the scenes, he went through weightlifting and kind of like some kind of workouts. They give him more of a muscle tone and his shape back, but. The thing is, he did a lot of, like, shirtless scenes. Well, mostly he wore was a trench coat. And the trench mm-hmm. coat covered up all his fatty leftovers that they didn't cover. Mm-hmm. So if you get a scene from the back end, you see fat folds and all this stuff oh, that... Oh, no. And you don't have that on Hellboy in the comics. Hellboy is not really a big, muscly character. 
He's more of a slimmer, lean character. With a giant rock. He's a fat guy. But in this movie, he's a fatter character. And yeah. something happens. I, ever need, I don't think I ever need to see that movie ever. I haven't even seen the original Hellboy movies. Those are, I would be interested in seeing. This new fucking... Watch one. Just watch the original. The first one. I thought the, I thought the other ones were good. Watch the, the original. The sequel. Uh, it's good, but it falls off rails with the comedy. There's a lot more comedy than seriousness. Okay. Than in the first one was the first one. It had the witty jokes and all that stuff that bounced back. But like it, the second one was just like, uh. Okay, the first movie, like the first beginning of the movie was cringy because they have a baby, they have a young Hellboy with these like horns and that's, gross teeth. That's when I turned off the movie. And that's that's when I turned it that's off. That's the when I saw the baby thing, I was like, fuck this. That was the and second. The second one, the Golden Army. <laughs> that's what that was, and it was really corny. Wasn't, it wasn't that good. In the first one though? Wasn't the baby in the no, first one? No, there's a ba- The baby is in the first one, but no, I'm talking about like Teenage Hellboy in the second one. Oh, that sounds awful. And it was, I it saw- was getting like told like a fairy tale story opening, and it was really ridiculous and cringy for me, and I just felt weird. And I watched the movie. The movie was good later on, but it kind of got more ridiculous because. At the end, he, has, he ends up finding us having kids and all this nonsense. But like, I'll have to watch it. it the I, first I, I one have... is a watch. That one's a good one. The third yeah. one is if you the, the the new one is to me. I watched it. I enjoyed it. And there's some things that's wrong with it. I'm not gonna say it's 100 percent amazing. It's a fucking masterpiece. It's just that the storyline was good. The characters are all fine. It's just decisions they made were bad. Okay, so let me ask you this: Do you think I would like that movie? No, you would but just I... you would hate it. You would fucking despise it. You would, you would just say you would just you would just you would talk to me for a month. I think. <laughs> okay. At least you're honest. No, yeah, no, that movie for you, you would hate life after you see that movie because you are you. But like, it's like it, right. it, that's like the description. Like if they did Lobo, I'm going back to Lobo in this movie, if they went that direction. That's a bad direction. And then mm. if they went, let's say, Suicide Squad, Killer Croc. That was neat. They won an award, but that's the wrong direction still. Yeah, he didn't do anything. He had no he character. He had no character. You know? They had nothing really... He, they didn't build... They didn't bulk him up. He was still a human. His regular body. Killer Croc's body style was still the normal actor's body with these scales and paint design on. And if they just... I would say the best way of doing this is a cgi Really... We have the power of making really human-like characters. Let's... The best thing to say... Like, the best way of describing it is... Me and Dan were talking about Uncharted 4. Uncharted 4 got rewards for the most realistic people designed with computer generations. Yeah, that looks pretty good. Yeah. If we use that same style of engine... And produce, like, these characters, we can do a lot of good things with it. It's just adding the motions and the voice and everything to it. Have, I would have had Lobo be makeup. I don't know. It's just... CGI character. I'd rather him be makeup. I don't know. It's just, like, some things I feel like... guy. You can, pull, yeah. you can pull him off. There's not, he's not very Maybe. complicated, like, design. He's, no, he's just a biker dude who's not, white like, with black beard and, and like, some makeup. That's I just it. have a feeling they can fuck him up beating that. No. I, I think going CGI would be way worse of a decision. I, I do understand where you're coming from, but, like, if it was, like, a more complex character, mm-hmm. I could see 
them going that route, like, maybe something like... Like, what they did with Guardians of the Galaxy 2, with, like, that blue crystal guy, whoever Michael Rosenbaum played, where you oh, see him, man. like, in two okay. scenes. <laughs> like, if it was, like, some, like, transparent character, I understand why you go CGI with that. And at that point, they th- still did motion capture. At the very least, if you're going to do the CGI route with Lobo... Do motion capture so you get the real articulation of our complex. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. On that's one thing I mean to it. I wouldn't. I would. I would just do makeup. I would just do full out fucking Rick Baker makeup, even though he retired. I would do. Oh, let's like see. That. Let's see if someone can give them like a good look because. I don't know. I I don't know. There's some DC's That's, choices this, aren't the best choices lately. If if he was going to be introduced to like the DC cinematic universe, I would love for him to have a bounty on Superman, and then that's, like, the whole fucking movie. Him, like, just trying oh to fucking God. get Superman. Like, get this bounty off of Superman. And they, like, fall into line with, like, some other fucking villain or whatever. But I feel like that would be a very fun concept. Hmm. If he was, like a, like, a side character into that, and then it, like, led up to a bigger confrontation. Or if that's the whole fucking movie, I would be down for that, too. Bobo versus you Superman. Know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know a couple just of my friends just, would actually enjoy just, so just him just trying to get the bounty of superman you know like trying to get the the you know get the head of superman mm. i'd be very interested in that but like if it was like him as a side character and then like he ends up like you said like two appearances as side character and then he ends up having his own mm-hmm. movie i think it's a right right way to introduce that character it's just it's just harder if it's like a main character like we've been seeing like aquaman wonder woman and all of them, they... I get them getting a main, their main movie focus, but they did start off as side characters, too. So you got a soft yeah. release on that. They at least they at least had cameos. Yeah. Even though the Wonder Woman cameo and the Aquaman cameo were so fucking pointless. <laughs> especially the Aquaman one. Wonder Woman had at least more oh. of an, a fucking presence in that movie. Even though she didn't really... She wasn't necessary either mm-hmm. in Batman vs. Superman. Yeah, but she, she was just kind of there. That's her foot in the door. And then later on, Justice League was Aquaman and Flash's step in the door. You know what I thought they were going to do with Batman vs. Superman? I thought that... If they actually did it right. I thought... <laughs> that's mean. I thought that Lex Luthor... Would have gotten the DNA from, like, Zod and, like, Superman and, like, made his own Superman. The Bizarro. Basically, he would have made Bizarro, right? Yeah. And he looks kind of like a regular Superman, at least in the beginning. And then he's the one who's, like, demolishing, you know, making Superman's name look bad Mm -hmm. on purpose through Bizarro. And then Batman thinks that that's the real Superman... Then he later finds out, like... Why are you not writing these fucking movies? Two-thirds. What the fuck? Like, we have discussed on this podcast, we don't like Zack Snyder. We have said it, we're not a big fan of him, he's been ruining movies. I like his cinematography. Yeah, I'll give him that. His His direction of story is really horrible. Yeah. It's a lot of things... He shouldn't write anything. He He shouldn't write at all. He kills... The first movie we see are two bigs... Of DC Universe, he kills off a big in the movie. Like, first appearance of them fighting together, being together, you kill them off. 
Like kill off one. Like why? Yeah, such a waste. Why would you do this? So you built you built this whole thing, and we don't see a real outcome. You see them. And they come together and they fight together, but you kill them. Yeah. All. No, we just need them to no, you're right. have a relationship really a real afterwards, outcome. so Batman can have that. That's the one thing I was pissed about Justice League. Batman's all like, oh, he did, yeah, 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 and he just yeah, he fought the shit out of him and then became the friends with two seconds. Yeah, it's just bullshit. Yeah, he wanted to murder him throughout the whole movie. I I was curious to ask you, do you know when the Zack Snyder cut comes out? Do you know when that comes I thought out? It was this month. Like, that's what I read. I read it was. It this was supposed month. to be this well, month like, and on HBO Max. It was supposed to be on that, and I don't know. I like, don't want the copy to come it, out. I don't give two shits. I mean, I want to see it more out of curiosity than me thinking it's going to be good. Yeah, I was. Oh. I thought when it, like they first announced it, I thought it was going to come out next year. No. Oh no! Wow. Okay. And now I'm seeing a picture. It was supposed to come out in 2000. There was a picture I just saw on Google saying 2021. No, I don't want that. That's when I thought, like, that sounded more realistic than it coming out this month. Because I did read something it coming out September. Oh, that's what screws us up. Oh, okay. What was it, like the news? No, like the trailer it, it's the way they're marketing. And the way of probably marketing and how they said it. It's supposed to come out September 5th. September 5th. 2021 but the way they're marketing it it's fucking oh. it's ready and it's ready to be put out there everyone wants to see it and all that junk and everyone's getting so gun like hole about it this year so like you know it would be really funny this was what i was thinking so like if it comes out next year mm-hmm. you know what we should do uh, we should release we should release our movie <laughs> around the same time like at least maybe a little okay earlier. So, like, the buzz is still going, and then people are, like, looking up the Zack Snyder cut, and they find our fucking well, like, you, ridiculous... You know how many people... You know how many <laughs> subscribers that have just joined HBO Max because they thought mm-hmm. the movie was coming out this month, this year? Imagine how I many. Thought, I, I Probably a decent amount, because I thought... Because, like, like, I, I was about to get a free out, trip. Like, September. I was about to be a, I, a subscriber this month to just see it, too. Just watch Because watch I, did, I haven't heard anyone talk about it, like, it coming out. But when I looked it up, it said September. And I was like, what the fuck? That's way too mm-hmm. early. And it came out... It's coming out this, this month. But, you know, I don't know. Our movie is definitely going to come out between, I would say... Sometime between July and September of next year. Okay, that's where I kind of kind of put it at. Somewhere, somewhere in this that kind of realm next year. I was thinking maybe releasing it on Joe Schuster's birthday or something like that, or maybe around the same time. I don't know. What do you think, Matt? When do you think is a good time? Because I almost want to wait at the same time to at least have a screening of our movie too. The thing so is, like the wait. I, it's been a while. I really want this movie to get released. I can't... I, I just... I do want it to be released sooner, but at the same time, with the, the way that your ideal of this movie that you want to do it as, with all the wanna, issues... I, I do want to have at least have a screen. With all the That's, issues that we're having right now, we don't... With what's going on in the world, and we have to... If you want... that, This is your movie. This is your baby. So take it in the direction that you want to take it because it's not... If you want to do the screening, you want to do that set, set up. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna happen if you try doing it now because not that many theaters are opening. Not everything. Right, exactly. Everything's still iffy. If you try to do anything in the universe out there right now, 
I know everywhere else. Yeah, there's there's a there's a potential it could be released early, early er, you know, maybe like spring or something. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. It really depends on what the what's going on through the world. Maybe we'll have like a a one viewing party. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to figure out like how to really release it because I do want to have a like a, a actual audience reaction. No, no. When we do screen it. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like it's just yeah. Just do what you want to do with the damn thing and just put it out there. It's just like if you want, hey, don't rush something that you don't think is gonna be like an actual like good outcome. If it's not, if you rush it, it's not gonna be a good outcome because you're not gonna be happy. Right. I know you. You're not gonna be happy with. Every- freaking have <laughs> and if you take your time i know you're gonna have a pleasant outcome of it but at the same time you will pick at it but enjoy it better <laughs> you you know you're right you're right <laughs> you know how my brain works yeah, so yeah so do what you have to do i not i'm not gonna fight nothing i just to me i just know where i stand it's been years We've been working on this thing, so... No, yeah, this thing definitely needs to be released yes. sooner than later. I definitely agree with that. I just want to get an audience reaction. That's... I mean, it's basically... The movie's probably, like, 75% complete, mm-hmm. like, editing-wise. This is mashing it together. <laughs> put it all together, kind of clean it up a bit. So, I mean, it could it could come out pretty, like, sooner than later, for sure. But I just have to... I, I do want to get an audience reaction before I release it in theaters. I mean, not what the fuck you're saying. I want to have a screening, like, before I release it online on YouTube. Like, I because if I release it on YouTube and then have a screening people are like well i already seen this mm-hmm. you know it's gonna be it's not gonna be the first reaction kind of thing well that's when we bring out other objects into the theater and make it more fun yeah. meaning shirts and stuff and uh better reactions to the scenes and yeah, then well, we can maybe uh, do a q a no I, I yeah we can definitely do a q <laughs> that's what i mean like i actually want to make it like somewhat of an event and even if like you know we'll invite people who are in the movie and even if like 20 people show up i think that would be a success you know i think i'd be more than happy with just a small audience yeah. you know so i don't know we'll figure that out but anyway back to man of tomorrow <laughs> i think this was an excellent film. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than I thought I would, mm-hmm. and that's you know I'm a Superman fan, so like yes you are. I thought I thought this movie was just going to be okay, and I thought it was actually pretty good, pretty good. I'm a, like I'm like in the middle of good and great, so it's good. It's good right now. My <laughs> mispronunciation of grid uh, gritty is now your it's, word. <laughs> it's it's not it's not at um great right now because I have to watch it a few more times. But it's at good. It's above good. It's good. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> what do you think, man? Dude, everyone's knowledge. If you've been watching and listening to our podcast, I am not the Superman fan. I'm not the hundred percent gun ho of him. Mm. To me, I did enjoy the Red Sun edition, but it was still, eh, what are you going to do? It's Red Sun. It's a different outcome of it. Uh, it's a different perspective. Yeah, I, this I, one... I think you I think you enjoyed it more. Yeah, I did, but uh, after reading the I, comic, I, it, it changed the it flip-flop because it was a different story and all that nonsense, blah, 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 whatever. The comic's way, way better. more better. 
But with this one, it's Superman United States edition, how he is. And I haven't seen Superman like this in a long time. And I was happy. I was excited to see him go backwards to something that we remembered him as and seen him as. So I was. I actually say this is probably my favorite Superman movie I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Even no, with well, that's high, even that's with high action. From you. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. I would definitely agree. I hope I they kind of go through this kind of pathway that they're kind of reverting through. Yeah. I hope it kind of sets up a more of a universe. But I hope they do another Superman movie and then like kind of set it up that way or do like a solo Batman movie and then kind of allude to hmm. Superman's presence and then have another Superman movie that's what Something that's like what that. I want them to do I want them to do the whole yeah. at the end of the movie of Batman I want Alfred that give him like a newspaper and it shows yeah. something about saying alien sighted in metropolis blah 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 yeah, and he doesn't really he doesn't see the title yet, but it ends off in a good like like a good ending, like it just eases out. But you know that's yeah. like a clue to what's gonna happen, and the next movie or end up too, like the ne- their together movie. Yeah, I want them to make sure this universe is like bigger, widespread than it was in the Zack Snyder mm-hmm. fucking uh, version where. Metropolis and Gotham are literally Neighbors. side by side next to each other, so they might as well be the same fucking city. And, and they're like, both why dark. Would Superman, and at that point, why would Superman go like, "Oh, this is the there's there's the bridge. All right, this is this is my fucking borderline." You know why would why would Superman go to Gotham? You're right there. <laughs> fucking Gotham's a shithole. <laughs> Fucking do something! What the fuck are you doing? Uh, Why would you go just... like, oh wait, can't pass that line. The way, you, the way you're describing it, it's funny, is because like, <laughs> it's, so it's funny, is because like, if you look at it, it's this, it's like New Jersey to New York City. It's yeah, like exactly. that. It's, it's funny, that. like it's funny, like that you're describing. It. It's like that. It's like, oh, we're and next to each other. You could, you could fly over a body of water. It's not like you have to nah, kick a fucking nah, nah, boat. Nah, you're wrong by that, my friend. That water is kryptonite water, and the water gets evaporated, yeah. gets into the sky, and it ruins his life yeah. after that flight. Fucking, I guess so. Batman dumps some kryptonite nah. fucking sludge into the water system. I'm going to so show that bad. flying freak. That's yeah, he's going to throw this shit in there. <laughs> Liquid That's kryptonite. So it's like, and, but oh my god, that'd be funny commercial ever. It's like, a, it's like those. I was describing like, remember those commercials? If you stay up too late on like any like the like like spike or something, it's like at three o'clock to six o'clock. It's just completely commercials, and it's just like a random yeah. just. Hi, I'm Batman. If you want to take down the flying freak that's around going on, just get a bucket of kryptonite liquid. I can. You can throw it yeah. in any kind of body of water it's or like, any kind of sewage. He's like selling it too. It's only going for nine ninety nine. If you get the giant tub, I, it's twenty nine ninety nine. I can see. I can see the Joker doing that. You know, like how they use like selling like beauty products in the first Tim Burton oh, yeah. Batman movie as Jack yeah. Nicholson. Like, love that Joker. Like, I could see him doing that. You know, that kind of seems like but a Joker just, thing. It's just like, <laughs> what would just be funnier? <laughs> it would be funnier as bad. It's just, stu- it's just stupid. Like, it's yeah. just like, but no, it, that is like a Joker more. No, you are right. It's more of a Joker thing. But like the way we're describing this, like Superman can't cross water. It's Batman trying to prevent him. 
Yeah, it's so stupid. Oh my god. But well, anyway, I hope with this universe they make it a vast world and not like fucking cities, like neighbors, next door neighbors. No, yeah. I want Batman to get in his plane and mean I'm going to get my plane to fly like two hours away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to go to his next. I want it. I want them to be far away. Yeah, and in his bat plane, I want Wait, it to be what? two hours away. Where he's, where he's flying like thousands of miles per hour. What was it? What was it? I was looking at like like pictures that some guy drew, or there was like a video that actually was like a thing in one of the shows, like. Alright, let's go. And like, Batman's like, Alright. And he gets in his plane, and like, the Justice League just like, gets and says, Alright, let's give him a few minutes to fly out there. And they show up That's there. That's some like robot chicken. It's some stupid. I, I feel like it probably is. It's just like, Batman gets in his plane, flies out there, and the Justice League just is already just there, like waiting just waiting for him. him. He's like, You guys know yeah. I'm just human. <laughs> Come on, like, yeah. Alright, let's get this going. <laughs> That was, like, uh, another thing that was, like, cool. Like, they kind of did that in the Arrowverse. Arrowverse, Supergirl, and Flash can go super fast. And then you see two seconds later as the Green Arrow shows up on his motorcycle. And he's like, you guys know I don't have super speed. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> that was, like, that. that's the one thing I do like about these heroes and the, 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 yeah, I, I do like that. I, I feel like with the Arrowverse, I think I discussed this before, I feel like I think they made Green Arrow too much like Batman. Yeah. That's why I kind of was turned off by him. I was like, well, I already have this with Batman. I wish like they kind of did the character dynamic how he is in the comic books, like more jokey and lighthearted. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's that way later like, on in the series. A little more arrogant, you know. I, I want to see my Green Arrow to be arrogant and like kind of. No, he gets you know, that. He own. gets that in his last two seasons. Mm-hmm. Like that's when he starts getting there. But the last two seasons, he's coping that he's gonna die anyway. So that's when he starts becoming this more. Where does he die from? Uh, in the crossover, he he doesn't want the Flash to die. He wants him to die instead because he believes he's the shitty, per- most shittiest person in the world. So, because he like abandoned his son or something. No, he believes that he is like. No, he believes like what he's done. He's killed people, did all this other junk, and he believes that. Barry is more of a kind soul and a better person, and believes that Barry's supposed to live longer than him. But Matt, I know. does he believe in life after love? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why he he chooses to die. But like in the crossover, I'm gonna spoil for you. He no. Do you care? Oh, I don't care. <laughs> no. He dies, but then this guy brings him back as a different being, but the same. It's him, but he's what? a higher level. But is he God is no, he Jesus? no, he's not. He's just like a. He comes, Green Arrow Jesus. Yes. No, he's not. It's a. It's like a green. He Jesus. gets a power boost, and and basically that's how it is. He gets a power boost, but he ends up dying. He go. He ends up dying at the end, like legit dying. So they kill him off twice in this series. This this crossover series scene. Hmm. So yeah, I don't know. I'll have to watch that sometime. But yeah, what, what I don't know. It's saying? just like how it takes. But like that's just that's off topic of what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Well, so what? Do you have any final thoughts or words on Superman: Man of Tomorrow? No, though. Like I like mostly I do every freaking podcast. 
I just like I like to say like it's a good movie. Guys who have like guys, girls, you haven't seen this movie yet, go watch it, enjoy it. Maybe he'll like get the same reactions that we have through watching it. Yeah, I think you would. I think especially if you're a Superman fan, and, you would definitely get a lot out. Yeah, and if you and like and that they decide to continue this like age of uh, the storyline, I hope they go down the right path and don't screw it up. Yeah, I, I hope they continue this universe. I do thoroughly enjoy it. And at first, I wasn't like into the animation, but once it starts moving, I I was like, oh, this is good, you know. But like, if you take a still shot of it, it's not the it's not like the most pleasing thing. But what like the action and the movements is pretty solid. So I I I definitely I think give that's it a one pass. reason why I enjoy it. It's because it's not overly done. It's just simple draw, like a simple sketch. Mm-hmm. And it's not over like like yeah, it's not overly done. It's not overly produced. Like it's supposed to be like this amazing thing. I didn't even know it was coming out until I saw it in an email. <laughs> I saw it in an email. I How snapped the picture to you and I sent it to you and said, "Do you know anything about this?" Like no. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I, re- I remember you sent it to me and I was like, "Yeah, I know of it," but like I didn't know it was coming out so soon. Mm-hmm. Once you sent it to me, I was like, "All right, we should probably review this." And you're like, "Yeah, yeah, probably." <laughs> so, <laughs> And I'm glad I'm glad we did because I almost overlooked this movie and I, I really enjoyed this movie. Like it would have been a sin for me being a Superman fan not to watch this movie. And you made I'm, many I'm sins really, of watching the Zack Snyder editions. I know. I, I, that's what I mean. I, I, I definitely thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I liked it a lot more than I thought I would, and I, I was actually pleasantly surprised by that fact. You know, I think Red Sun kind of brought down my expectations or, like, my levels of excitement. I was like, oh, well, that movie kind of sucked. It's probably going to... This movie's probably not going to be as mm-hmm. good. And I, I, I really liked it. I thought it, was, I thought it was great. And I liked how Superman was at the point where Jimmy Olsen is when he's kind of more established. Like, Clark Kent's, yeah. like, one of the more established, like, uh, Pulitzer Prize winning journalists. I don't think he ever... Well, probably at some point. But, like, you know, when people, like, review uh, Clark Kent as a celebrity in his own right for being, like, one of the best reporters mm-hmm. of the best newspapers, I thought, you know, I, I thought it was kind of funny, like, showing him at his Jimmy Olsen stage, you know, and I did enjoy that. Well, know? we never <laughs> seen him at the Jimmy Olsen stage until, like, for me, i never seen it. No, yeah, no, not, you don't really see that too I often. think it's, like, a, no, like I, a rare I, I almost occasion. wish they dwelled... I wish they dwelled on that a little bit more, like Clark Kent kind of like figuring out how to be the best journalist and like before they got into Superman. I almost would like to them elaborate that like time frame where he's like an in, just an intern at the Daily Planet. I, you know, I think that would that would be an interesting kind of gap to kind of fill. I kind of wish, you know, how like the glasses like usually changes like look to like a, like a weirder. More of a like a skinnier, skinnier version of him. Yeah, I was still kind of waiting for them to start doing that more with this. Yeah, I I agree. But I think they should like visually they show that. Haven't done it yet, and I would say this no. movie would have been the best. This would way been of good. doing yeah. that, introducing that look to him. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, they no, didn't I agree. I I mean, I definitely you know that's in the comic books they like make. Clark Kent, like, he wears these, like, Kryptonian glass glasses or something. Like, these kind of almost, like, magic, you know, mm-hmm. not magic, but they, like, these, this, like, technology where you put the glasses on 
It makes them look skinnier. It makes them look kind of like more hunched over. It's a cloak, you know. It makes them disguises them. Yeah, it definitely disguises them a little bit. Like he still has his appearance, like of like Clark Kent being looking like the same guy. Mm-hmm. But there's definitely differences between Superman and Clark Kent if he wears the glasses. And I do. I like I said. I like you said. I would like to see that visually on like a film or a television show or anything. Where to kind of implement that a little bit. Like, at least, like, with one shot where it's, like, maybe a POV shot from Lois Lane's mm-hmm. angle. Like, walking through the newsroom and you see, like, Clark Kent. And he looks kind of, like, weird and gangly. And then, like, you cut to, like, a wide shot and he just looks normal to us. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? But then you cut to, like, maybe an over-the-shoulder shot of Lois Lane. And he, and he looks, looks weird. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, he changes. And, like... But, like, it depends on the shot, like, what the director's kind of okay. trying to portray during that. You know, it's going to be, it's a little tricky to kind of dance around, but I think you could You can, you pull, can pull it off. off, but, like, yeah. Yeah. It's just, like, yeah, like what you're saying, it's going to be, like, eh, here and there. It's picking the right spots to do it. Yeah, exactly. It depends on the shot and, like, what angle. Like, if, if you're seeing it from, like, Lois's perspective, yeah. I think that would... That would definitely work. But yeah, no, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I can't really rate it right now. If I was going to rate it, I would I would give it an 8 out of 10 at this point. If I see it more, I might give it higher, lower, I don't know. Like, I don't know. If, like, at this point, if I had to rate it, you know, I don't really feel comfortable rating it. But mm. I'll give it an 8 at this point. I'm going to go with my final answer. It's going to be an 8. Oh, because oh, I usually wow. don't. Wow, man! Usually with the Superman stuff, I don't go back to half the time. Only when it's like mm-hmm. on TV, I'll catch it again. I don't. I'm mm-hmm. not like you. I don't re-up things like Superman. <laughs> so like I like to me like this actually was a good outcome, and then uh, I probably will maybe watch it again. But yeah, I, would, I, would I would say yeah. yeah. To me, right now, it's a final eight. Alright. Yeah, that's fair. Well, the same rating I get. Yes, it. no, so, but like, you that's, say that's yours can change if you right. watch it once more. It could, it could change. Yours I'll, is an I'll, iffy I'll, eight. I'll have to watch it. Yours is an iffy eight. But yeah, mine's, mine's a, a permanent eight. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. My goal at the end of this whole podcast is to make you not like a diehard Superman fan, but I would like to make you appreciate Superman a little bit. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> the thing is, I do appreciate him. It's just that the way they've been just doing him is not right. It's not no, right. No, you're right. You're right. That's why That's why I get so mad about the just, renditions of Superman. I think we should be expecting more as Superman You know what? Fans. They need to bring back Superman on the Nintendo 64. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe... I don't know. I would like to play that. I do have a 64. Didn't you and Robbie it play it? Back in the day. Was it you and Robbie or Dan who was playing it? No, I played it... No, I yeah, Dan and I played, played a playing different... It. We, played a diff, we played a different game. It was a PlayStation 1 or 2 game. Oh. It was Superman the Animated okay. Version, but it wasn't Superman 64. It was a better game. It was actually pretty well, good. Well, Superman 64 is a little Superman. you flying through rings. Yeah. So, like, that's it. <laughs> I'd like to do a review of Superman 64 at some oh point. Oh, my God. I wouldn't know how to really... I don't really know how to really I don't really have a Nintendo 64 yet. anymore, so it's going to be off of memory. <laughs> so I have... I Well, I have a 64, so I would like to play it. Uh, I don't you know. Do I would that. like to do, like... I would like to do, like, a video you or probably, something. You probably... I don't know. You would probably find it anywhere. 
uh, any game store yeah, that sells it's vintage. probably pretty cheap. So yeah, what do you you use like the Elgato to film, yes. right? That's how you do it. That I would have to figure out how to use it's that. It's super really easy. You just have to connect the HDMI cable to your PlayStation or you know, to your mm-hmm. to your Nintendo sixty four, and you just have to have a certain mix of to it. It's it's weird. It's it's gonna be well. Nintendo sixty four is gonna be a little bit of a more extra stuff, but usually it's a simple hookup. I don't know. Maybe I'll wait. I'll uh, maybe I'll bring my sixty four to your house and we'll we'll fuck okay. with it. I don't know. Maybe we'll do we'll do a video. I think that'll be kind of fun if me and you do a video of Superman sixty four. I think that'll be a good idea. Moving forward, I think this is the closing of the podcast. Okay. I guess. Are you ready for the outro, man? Dude, am I ever ready for the outro? <laughs> Probably not. No. I'm barely ready for this. Am I ever ready? What's my line again? <laughs> this is Josh sending you up, up, and away until next Bat Yard's finest episode. And this is Superman's pal, Matt, becoming super friends, one episode at a time.